0: Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, it's our Thanksgiving spectacular. 2020 has been a rough year uh, so far for many of us, and we don't even need to go into all the ways that we've experienced anxiety, loss, and other struggles, but today is Thanksgiving Day in the US, and it's a good day to think about the things we are grateful for and have helped us make through this difficult year. We're going to share a few of our thoughts and also include some comments from listeners of the podcast. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello,
1: everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. And I would say if there was ever a time to appreciate the good things that we have in our lives, um, this is it. <laughs> um, you know, it really helps to kind of power through some of these bad times to, to think about what's, what's good, what's happened, what's still good, um, in our lives through all the things that 2020 has brought us. And I think we, we're approaching this whole topic with the idea that, um, When we hear about things that make other people feel happy, uh, it feels good to everyone. Um, We're trying to do this in the spirit of generosity uh, because, you know, some of us really have had heavier burdens than others this year. Um, We're doing all this with the idea that we're we're not equal in this. Some of us have done all right in these times and others have
0: not. Well, and to me, Thanksgiving is – it's actually my favorite holiday and – um, you know, when things are hard, I I really really need this. Like, I I yeah. need to have that connection with family, and I need to express gratitude for the things that are going well and focus on those things. Um, and uh, and and for Thanksgiving to essentially be canceled in a lot of ways this year uh, has been a big emotional blow to me. And so, to me, it's like. I really need this. And and that's kind of why I said, "Hey, let's do a Thanksgiving special." Because <laughs> I really wanted to right. to well, sit down well, and talk about <laughs> the things that are positive this year and yeah, um absolutely. you know, acknowledge the negative things too, but um but the things that we're grateful for, I think is it's so important to focus on that stuff at least once a year.
1: It is and I I think it's true every year, but I think especially this year the things that come to mind right away are things that we might take for granted in other times. I mean, we can always say, oh, we're grateful for our family and friends. Probably we always say that every Thanksgiving, but somehow this year, it that means more, you know, that we've, we've watched people um, struggling, we've wanted to be with them, and we've also been able to connect over some good times and some really wonderful things. And those personal relationships have really seemed to have gotten more important in the last year, and I think a lot of people would identify with that. Um,
0: yeah, this year has been a year of extreme highs and extreme lows in my life, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's it reminds me a lot of um, uh, I, I, th- I always think back when I'm kind of struggling to to years past, um, and uh, and 2015 for, for me was was like that as well. It was. Um, it was the year that my best friend died. Um, and it was also the year that I started dating Kara and, Mm. uh, and so it's, I didn't have anything as tragic as a death this year. Thank God, because a lot of people did. Um, but, uh, but it was a year of extreme hardship and, um, I had come into 2020 with so much optimism, so that was that was hard to deal with. But at the same time, there were so many really, really positive things that happened this year. You got married. I did. I got married, and that that is by far the the biggest happiest thing in my life. Um, and uh, getting married in the middle of all this was was difficult. You know, I mean, we had yeah uh, our venue almost bailed on us. Our uh, our honeymoon venue did bail on us. Um, and we had to roll with a lot of, uh, a lot of things that, um, you know, were difficult getting through that. Yeah. Um, but the, the end result is we had a beautiful wedding. A lot of you saw the photos. Um, and, uh, and we did, uh, we, we, we do have a, a happy married life now, which I've been looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's those highs and lows this year have been, it's been a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, definitely. And your—I mean—your wedding was absolutely a highlight of the year for for us as well. And um, we are so glad that we were able—we were able to be there for it. And it was just—it was just beautiful. And it was—I think there was—with a lot of the good things that have happened this year, I think there's just that special appreciation that comes with a difficult year. Saying, "Wow, in spite of everything, you know, Ross and Kara got married." Or in spite of everything, you know, this or that happened and it it just puts that other edge to it of um of that appreciation, I think that that good things are still happening and
0: yeah, my uh, my niece was also born this year. That's um, right. Yeah, baby Lola and we we just adore her and uh and she's been she's been such a blessing in our lives and she's been just just this light that gets us through
1: babies i mean babies are born all the time in every situation and they always have this you know wonderful light and joy <laughs> yeah it's <They're> it's just... <laughs> funny uh,
0: a friend of mine uh, is a, is a doctor and he he delivers babies that's his job and he told me that Wow, we're just we're just booked. We're you know we, we're delivering so many babies right now, um, and I was, I thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, nine months from the lockdown, huh? And he was like, yep. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and every
1: every baby is like some kind of a, a hope and a promise and for the future. And I mean that sounds cliched, but it is true. And you can't. It's hard to not to be around a baby and not. Feel good, you know. So, so yay for babies. Um, and you know, I think the the whole category of family and friends for me has been a really important thing this year. And you know, I think a lot of people have noticed that we do more, actually, more sort of um, online connecting than pre-COVID. Many people do. We have. Uh, we set up Zooms and other ways of video chatting and things with people that maybe before COVID hit, we did not really do that. Um, we were seeing more people in person, and maybe it seemed like less of a priority. But it's just been interesting to be suddenly more in connection with certain people at a distance than I was before and really enjoying that. Um, uh, you know, our technology gives us these abilities to stay in touch. And it all seems part of that extra little appreciation of that we have these friendships and these family times um, in spite of everything. <laughs>
0: yeah, and- I can't imagine having to go through the 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 quarantine and lockdown um, without uh, without that technology and being able to reach out to people.
1: yeah. And, of course, another for those of us who have been healthy through all of this, I mean, health is a huge uh, feeling of gratitude this year. And, again, maybe something that at least a lot of us who are generally healthy take for granted. And so, you know, kind of it puts a focus on the fact that we're still, you know, if we are still functioning and feeling good day to day is you know definitely something i would have taken for granted before i would say i mean you know at a certain age you start to have aches and pains and things that you just start to live with but but basic general health wow i mean it's it's amazing uh to to be maintaining that in this era when many people are not and and feeling that real compassion for people that are suffering with covid and you know you you hear about it a lot and you understand how bad it can be for people and i think that sense of compassion and connection with people that aren't as fortunate in terms of health is it's also a blessing in a way i mean it's you start to see yourself as part of a a big picture and understand that wow health is is huge um and so we we're all sort of going forward those of us who haven't been infected saying, well, I hope this continues. <laughs> but it, it's this kind of, you know, I guess maybe all that uncertainty just makes you appreciate it more when you, when you have escaped uh, the consequences of it. Um,
0: well, and sometimes these kind of things can, can provide some clarity, you know, when, when, even when it's a struggle of your own, um, you know, it can, as well as, as watching other people dealing with something it can really provide some some focus and some clarity and some understanding of your own situation. Um, and I think about that as well with the, the kind of the financial struggles that a lot of people have gone through. And that's because that's something that I've been personally dealing with is, um, is financial struggles. And, you know, a big part of that is is the effect on the job that I had relied on to pay my bills for, for uh, a, a few years that um, was really it was really just a, a job to me and I'm still working there but because of the the shock that that business has taken and i and I really feel for the owners um, and and the shock that uh, that my beverage company has taken um, due to covid it's it's has given me some clarity though in terms of where I need to be focusing my time and my energy um, and i and I have decided that, you know this the podcast is something that has grown during this period of time and you know i want to take a minute too to express gratitude to our listeners because yeah, our listeners sure. are just the greatest people in the world and they've been really supporting the show and coming out and sharing the show with friends um and really showing their appreciation to us which we need in order to keep going um And, uh, and that's just been an incredible, incredible blessing in my life, uh, this podcast and being able to talk with you every week, um, you know, and not, not meeting, needing to make an excuse for it. It's, it's on the schedule, (laughs) you know, (laughs) we're going to talk for at least a half hour every week. Yes. Um, And I, I
1: just want to echo that huge appreciation for everybody listening and everything you said, um,
0: Yeah. But I mean, I, I have decided that for me, um, in my career going forward, what I really need to do is focus on this aspect of what I do, which is the, um, the, the hosting or, or voice recording, producing, um, you know, voice talent, voiceover type work. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to be focusing more on that, um, in, in the next year in 2021. Um, and, uh, and shifting my focus away from, the things that have taken a really big hit during this time and that I I now have doubts as to how they're going to do in the long term and whether I can really rely on that as a source of income.
1: And, you know, I think um, I've heard from so many people over the last eight or nine months how they they too have, you know, assessed their lives, looked at what's happening, where what do they really want to pursue, what brings them the most satisfaction, what is possible in these times to pursue all those things. I mean, it's raised so many questions for people about personal direction and, and motivated people, I think to pursue the things that they, that they, you know, that they can see more clearly are, are really good. I, I think in, um, in my own art career, you know, it's been a, it's been a kind of a down year for galleries and sales and everything. There have been some for me. But but what's really gotten big in my life is um, the work I do with Jerry McLaughlin and the Cold Wax Academy. And it's kind of like what you were saying. It's the communication. It's the, um, it's the reaching out and connecting with other people that has proven to be something people want, something that's satisfying you know to me, and it's kind of it's opened up a way forward that I didn't particularly see before this kind of online teaching and things like that that turned out to be really satisfying that really surprised me honestly, um with this online teaching that we're doing. I just i mean i I said, yeah, sure, let's do it, but I wasn't picturing that it would be real. Uh, I feel like I'm really connected or communicating with people and it's because people respond and people, um, you know, put up work on the Facebook page and people make comments when we're on the, on our live sessions. And so it, it started to really feel like a community that in a whole different way than teaching in-person workshops and it has its advantages. I mean, honestly, it's, it's sort of a distilled version of what goes on in a, in a long workshop day where you might you know, spend a lot of time while people are working, just sort of, you know, walking around the room and things. Well, we have an hour to say something important, and we do it. And people get that really focused um, idea. So that's kind of a little bit of a tangent. But I guess what I'm saying is, getting back to what you said, sometimes you're discovering things that you didn't uh, really see before you were forced into the situation that we've, we're have we all dealing with here is like, well, okay, how can we reinvent ourselves basically uh, right. in, in this situation that we're in? And, and sometimes it's economically necessary and motivated, and sometimes for people that are maybe retired or further down the road, maybe it's just a personal refocusing of or taking retirement maybe when they've been sort of putting it off and now saying, okay, I'm going to use this time for my own reasons.
0: And- right. Well, and I, I want to mention, too, real quick that uh, if listeners want access to the, the Cold Wax Academy online learning platform and, uh, and those recorded sessions, they can find that at uh, coldwaxacademy.com
1: yeah thank you i didn't really mean to turn this into an infomercial for
0: Coldplay. no it's it, and honestly i wasn't planning on doing plugs in this episode uh but uh it's you know
1: anyway but it, and in it fact, happened it did and in fact some of our you know we i did uh ask for some listener feedback about things they were grateful for and um a couple of them uh did mention Cold Wax Academy, which made me feel really, really good. And to know that, um, you know, this was helping people. And, and so,
0: (laughs) well, and that's, that's really the way it should be when you're providing a product or a service. Um, you know, people should feel like their lives are made better by it. And that, and so that's, that, that's gotta make you feel good in terms of just like what you're putting out there into the world. And, um, and you know, just just your your overall confidence. It it really makes a difference. I mean,
1: uh, I think for anybody who's extending themselves outward at this time and connecting and trying to offer things, whether they're classes or uh, whatever it is, some kind of services. I mean that knowing that you're providing something people need in this year, this bad year, it does feel really good. Um, I wanted to mention in particular the people that mentioned that, Ginny Herzog and Pat Frozen. And Pat mentioned that she was able to, uh, to join the Colducks Academy at, through the generosity of some family members. And that this has been a time when she's really been able to devote herself to her work, something she'd wanted to do for a long time. And, um, that, you know, that idea that, um, this is a time to, to get into your artwork, I mean, um, I do want to bring it in, the artwork part of it a little bit, since this is who we're talking to mostly as artists. Lots of people have said that uh, in one way or another over the last uh, time since this all started, that I've seen on social media or communicated with friends about this is, has been a time for a lot of people to to appreciate that they have art in their lives and to do a lot of art. Um, And I think that is um, really significant Uh, for myself because I haven't been traveling, and I was traveling a lot for teaching especially and for some artist residencies, but I've been in one place for a long time more than I typically am here in New Mexico. And I see the growth in my work and I see ideas that I've been able to pursue in kind of a sort of a laid-back way at times, just kind of, well, I'm going to fool around with this, or I'm going to experiment with that. And it has felt quite freeing, and I am not alone in that. A lot of people are experiencing that. I had a, uh, an email uh, from Max McConkie, another listener, and he talked about various things. He had quite a list of things that he was grateful for. And one of them was the opportunity to be expressive in my studio. I just kind of like the way he put that. It's, it's that outlet. It's that, um, you know, refuge or place to go for so many people to, to get away from the news or whatever it is, and just and just be expressive. Just be create.
0: Well, and for so many people, expressing yourself creativ- creatively is a. Um, it's it's absolutely essential in order to not become um anxious and depressed and to and to deal emotionally with what's happening in the world around us absolutely. and so artists have this creative outlet and they are a much of the time at an advantage because of that because they do have a way to handle these these kind of negative thoughts and emotions that we're all, subject to
1: it's so true it's for many people it's just this grounding it's just this if everything else is upsetting i have this i mean this is where i connect with myself my soul other artists and it it's just i think hugely important at the same time knowing it's also been difficult for some people to pursue this because not everyone can be creative when they are upset and this this is another trend that we've really seen and yet i i also kind of feel like a lot of people are coming out of that and turning and going back to their studio now after some of that initial shock has worn off i suppose i'm noticing a few people that i was aware of had been pretty blocked are now saying hey'm I'm, I'm working again it's really great and so that's that's an uplifting thing that um, you know and I'm sure they feel grateful for that that it's come back to them because there's really nothing more distressing than losing it and losing that block um, as an artist and' it's, it's very hard um, so I just one more comment from from Max McConkey and he is retired um, I think he was retired before this hit, but for people that are seeing this time now as, okay, um, there's a sort of a natural break here. Maybe the business I was in was struggling or maybe something else is happening that it's no longer viable for me to keep working. And he mentioned that um, he's very grateful for his retirement time to read, exercise, learn, Listen to music, grow and appreciate the world around me, and I like I like that as well, even if it doesn't involve retirement, but for a lot of people that have found this to be a slower time, a kind of a time to um yeah, just slow down really, and um have more time because you're not out doing all those busy things in the outer world that we were all doing so much of. Uh, Even, you know, routine errands have sort of shrunk sometimes to just, I'll just go pick it up at the curb, you know, and we're not seeing friends. We're not seeing family so much. So it's, we have time and this time to expand into things that we've been interested in is so important. Um, We had a a comment from um, Toril Hongst. She's a, a Norwegian artist and she said, I am so happy to be able to go hiking in nature with my little dog every day and then go home and paint whenever I want. <laughs> it just paints a very, uh, paints. It pre- she presents a, a, a calm a picture of what her life is like. And uh, I, I love that she mentioned her dog because Max also gave thanks for his dogs. <laughs> and, you know, another thing that our pets... Um, whatever comfort we're getting from those furry or feathery little friends in our lives, um, or perhaps scaly or something else, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> People have many kinds of pets. But, you know, that that just, you know, connection with this other creature that can really bring a lot of gratitude. Um, and there was a couple of artists that mentioned that their gratitude for ways that they're we, – you were talking earlier about – um financial struggles. Yeah. And uh Ginny Herzog and Ginny Kappert both mentioned things that had gone well for them financially that they were really grateful for. And Ginny said that the last show that she had, and she um goes to these high-end art fairs with her work and makes a, a great living, has always done really well with that. But in September, last September before all this hit, she had um the best show of her entire career. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. And so she was able to bank some savings that she can use now when she's not going to these in-person art fairs. And it's just like, I mean, to feel so grateful for something she was at the time, I'm sure, but then to see how that's helped her now. Um, And Ginny Kappert said, I'm so very grateful for all the galleries that represent me, knowing their struggles as a gallery owner myself. She has a gallery in Door County, Wisconsin, which is a beautiful tourist area on Lake Michigan. And she said, it seemed that our galleries in Door County thrived this year because it was a perfect, safe, small town vacation for those uh, that might be going elsewhere to Europe or something. And um, they did well. And so, I mean, it is a fact that certain aspects of the economy have done well in these times. Uh, because people turned uh, different ways to to get what they need or they want. And so she's grateful for that. And, and you know, who knows what the long-term effect of that are. Uh, you know, maybe people have discovered her gallery and will come back year after year. So, um, But she's. I think her comment about being grateful for the galleries that are hanging in there is so true, and I feel that way too, that – it's hard right now with any small business and whatever small businesses we ourselves are connected with and that help us um, or we help them, you know, and I think really right now, especially going into the holidays to support small businesses and to get takeout from your favorite restaurants and all those things really important because it's going to be such a difficult season for those businesses that rely on, um, you know, foot traffic most of the time.
0: Yeah. It's, um, this, uh, winter for a lot of small businesses, the, uh, the time between, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, it kind of begins with black Friday and then, and then going through, um, like March is for a lot of times that's, that's the most important part of the year for, for them Absolutely. And, and when they make their money. Um, and, uh, and so if, if you want the small businesses that you appreciate to, to survive, um, absolutely. You need to go out and spend some money with them. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of places have delivery available or, you know, curbside pickup or options for people that are, that are trying to stay safe. Um, cause you have to stay safe as well. But, uh, the, uh, I, it, it is it is a concern of mine that we may reach a point where the only businesses that are surviving are, you know, Walmart and Amazon.com and Applebee's. Right. Um, and, you know, nothing against those businesses, but I, <laughs> I would like to see some small entrepreneurs succeeding right. in America and as so well.
1: And so many – I mean, so many small businesses that have started up in the last few years, maybe just getting their feet on the ground, just starting to see some success – and then being hit with this year, um, they are really struggling. And
0: Yeah. Speaking for myself, I we were in my beverage company, we were expecting to see a profit this year for the first time. Um, we were really looking forward to being in the black. And uh, in March, right before the lockdown, that was the last time we had a bulk order from our distributor. So we have made $0 in the past yeah. 10 months or whatever. And... Uh, so yeah, it's it's been uh, a, a major struggle um, financially uh, as as a business owner, um, and that's I know from talking with other business owners that that's the case for a lot of them that they're they're basically running their business on twenty percent or so of the revenue that they made in past years.
1: Yeah, and I I think you know as as consumers, and we're talking about you know gratitude and being thankful today. It's the best way to show that you're you're grateful for these businesses as to you know if you have the extra cash to to spend it. I I uh, was trying to figure out actually some ways to access more small businesses that carry things I might be interested in buying and I I've been sort of cruising around on the online trying to figure out um, you know where to look. I know Etsy's one but um Anyway, I'm I'm looking into that myself because I figure, well, uh, you know, maybe this is the year to be buying from, especially, especially now buying from these small businesses. Right. And, yeah, and I guess you know, I well, hey, I just had an idea. If you if you have a small business and you're selling um, objects that people would want, and including, you say, small paintings or ceramics or anything like that um what do you think russ should we invite people to post on the messy studio podcast page
0: Uh, yeah absolutely we're we're happy always to support the the businesses of our listeners um it's something that we've offered in the past and um you know if you if you've got something going on that you're excited about particularly if it's something that that people can access online um you know that's that's one of the struggles i'm having with uh with, with my business, with, with the beverage company, um, is that that's, that's a product that's only available in stores in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, We we're not able to ship that online across state lines for legal reasons. Um, and so it's, it's something that because it relies on, on in-person transactions, um, it's, it's taken a massive hit. Um, and, and that's just something that I've kind of accepted about it. And, and, figured, wow, that I need to shift my focus into other things. But if you have something that particularly if, if other listeners of this podcast can access it online and purchase from you, absolutely. We would we would love, regardless of what you're of what you're you're doing, whether it's in person only or, or whatever, we would love to support you in any way that we can. We've built this this platform and um, it's uh, It gives us an opportunity to give back to the listeners who are a part of the show. We consider you who are listening to this to be a part of the show. And so we we want to do everything we can for you.
1: Absolutely. And, and one of the topics that we've covered from the beginning, thanks to you, Ross, really, is entrepreneurship. So um, even if what you have is not directly art-related, that's okay. If you're an entrepreneur or maybe you're offering a service that people – can use um, it's all it's all fair game and we would like to um, give you an opportunity to put that up there so uh, yeah if you're listening and you have something like that feel free um, and you know I just I just do feel very grateful that people of all doing all sorts of things are listening to the podcast and uh, maybe could jump in on that um yeah so i I think you know, just to kind of wrap up, I guess, with with my own sense of gratitude, certainly for this podcast, for these connections, for having this wonderful son who was interested in doing this incredible project with me. <laughs> uh, that is really wonderful um, for all family members. And I don't know, I could go on and on. I think because we are talking to artists uh the whole the whole privilege really of being an artist right now is I'm really really grateful for to be able to go to my studio and paint and express and I don't it, right now it's if even if it never leaves the studio it's okay <laughs> it's just what I do
0: uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll say, too, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Please enjoy it, uh, it to the best of your abilities in whatever way that you can.
1: Yeah, and I just want to say, of course, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who celebrates it um, in, and in whatever ways we can this year. And I think uh, this special focus on things that maybe we take for granted sometimes.
0: All right. Well, that just about wraps up this very special episode of the Messy Studio Podcast. For more from The Messy Studio, please check out www.messystudiopodcast.com and sign up for the email list. You can also find The Messy Studio on Facebook as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. For more from Rebecca Kroll, please check out www.rebeccacroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at www.coldwaxacademy.com and sign up for the email lists to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. The Messy Studio Podcast is a core publication management production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.